Welcome back. Customer service is a topic that we talk about on a weekly basis. And there's probably no one better suited to give his thoughts on customer service than Kayvon because he spends so much time thinking about it, understanding it. He's ordered books on the topic and really uh, has a firm handle on the things you should and shouldn't be doing and, and I guess the do's and don'ts. But this was another question that we actually got from a listener and I was going to ask it to you under ask me anything, but I thought it fit really well under customer service. So you've dealt with this. I've dealt with this. I don't know a, an, a, an attorney at our firm that hasn't dealt with this. How do you de-escalate an angry client? That's a funky word to use, but I'll work with it. <laughs> what would be, well, let's stop right there. What would be a better word to use in place of de-escalate? I think it, it really, I, maybe it is a good word, uh, but it, it, I would use different words in, in different situations that uh, I think it, it really depends on, you know, what is that? I mean, all right, well, let's say someone's angry. Just use that, right? Okay. What are they angry about? Uh, I think you really need to prod it. And, and sometimes there, people are just frustrated with the entire process that they have to go through all of this. Um, you know, why me? I didn't do anything wrong here. And now I'm having to jump through, you know, eight, nine, 10 hoops just to, to get this thing over with. Um, people, you know, they get frustrated after things going on for a while. They look at this, this virus situation where what, two months maybe into it, really, you know, really. So if you've got a case going on for two years and granted having a case is different than, you know, being under, under lockdown on the, the virus, but you know, there's some parallels to be drawn in that um, some of this stuff can, can, you know, become cumulative, some of the stress. Uh, and so what I try to understand is it, is it something that uh, either I did or I didn't do, or is it, is it, um, you know, someone outside the firm, something like that, or is it just the overall situation or something going on in that person's life? And just, you know, because of that, everything sucks. So, you know, I first try to just get a barometer of what's, you know, what's going on, um, and try to figure out if it's something that we can really solve. And even if it's not right, hear that person out because just, just even that, right. To know that, uh, you're getting attention, I think can, can really help people. And that's not necessarily like a service that we market or, <laughs> or advertise that we do. And I don't think that's what people, uh, necessarily look for in attorneys, but the, the relationship that we're supposed to have with our clients in order for that to really work and for us to do a good job for people is to understand all the things that, that they're dealing with. Uh, not saying that I'm going to solve everything, right? People come to us, um, maybe broken in, in several different ways. There might've been things that happened, you know, in their childhood that there's, that's still affecting them, you know, when they're middle-aged adult. So I'm not going to be able to solve everything, right? But I need to understand uh, a lot about where this person is coming from and try to isolate, you know, if it's something with how we're, we're operating, right. Maybe tailor our, uh, how we deliver our legal services to them, uh, or if it's something that's uh, completely separate, right. Something that we don't even do, uh, but might be legal. We might refer them, uh, to, uh, you know, give them the names of some attorneys that, that do do that kind of work. And I've done that uh, quite often, uh, you know, I wouldn't say that I've done it for every single client because it just doesn't come up. But uh, if someone has something really serious going on and it needs some legal help, 
uh, we know other kinds of attorneys and, and they probably do the same where they refer, you know, people to us because they're like, Hey, I don't do this. So, um, here's this guy and, and he does a good job because, you know, we've talked about this stuff before or whatever. So I, I think it's really trying to, to be a resource to people. Even if you're not solving those problems per se for them, you might be doing something to facilitate uh, a solution happening. So, uh, you know, some examples could be uh, you got a, someone who's dealing with a, a difficult landlord or someone is dealing with problems at work. Those are two things that we really don't, you know, handle per se, but we know people who do that stuff. Um, people call this for, you know, family law and divorce things. So I think it's important when you're in this business to be a trusted source of at least, you know, uh, pro providing some information or pointing someone in the right direction. Uh, am I going to be able to solve, you know, everything that comes in the door? No. Uh, but doing something about it and trying to help someone I think is important. It also builds more trust uh, between them and you. So let me ask you about a situation that I dealt with, and I'm just curious to how you, how you would handle this. If you get a call from a client and they start off just screaming at you, maybe even to the point that you can't even discern what they're saying, how, how do you approach that? What's, what's your reaction? What are you thinking about? Walk me through the specifics of how you deescalate. Cause now I'm focusing on this word, the, the, fever pitch that conversation may be at so they could come down to a more reasonable level so you can have a productive conversation? I think I let them have it out, right? Let them get it all out before I'm going to try to address everything because um, if they're yelling, right, which I thought, has it happened before? Maybe, I, you know, I can't, not at least not in recent memory, but if someone's, I mean, just in everyday life, right? I think if someone's yelling and it's just you and them, I, I'm inclined to just kind of like let it, it, it run its course, hear it out. And then once they're done, then try to start addressing it. Like you shouldn't be trying to quiet someone who's, who's yelling or try to talk over them. That's, that's just not going to work. So first off is, is doing that. And, and then just really trying to understand, uh, the situation I, people could be yelling at you but it's really about something else maybe it is about us right maybe it is about something that that we did or or, or didn't do or misunderstanding uh but you really need to to investigate the situation uh before you decide what to do about it and sometimes it, it might be a matter of just asking them further questions not telling them to do anything right just Hey, okay. Tell me more about that until the, you get really the everything out of that. And then once you do that, then you tell them, okay, we need to come up with a plan to rectify this situation. Assuming it's something that, you know, involves us and that, that we can do about, if it's something that, that I can't do anything about, you can still come up with some kind of a plan. Uh, but you know, there might be a handoff there. It, it really just depends. It's, it's a very broad question. Uh, but if someone's yelling at you, right, I think it's a good idea to just let them continue to yell, let them get it all out, uh, because you're not going to be able to talk anything sensible with them until that's over with. I, I think that's fantastic because you just basically laid out 
a, a, a strategy that people could use. And it doesn't matter whether it's within the legal profession or not. It's give the person the space to get out what they are upset about. Cause you're right. Trying to interrupt them or trying to calm them down when they're frustrated or angry probably is going to just throw more fuel on the fire. So I love that. Then asking clarifying questions, tell me more about that. Or can you explain that a little bit more in a calm way? I love that because then they've now got it off their chest, but now you're asking them in in a very safe way to share with you a little bit more about where that frustration is stemming from and then devising a plan to how, how you can, can fix that, that problem, how you can find the solution in the the problem that they're sharing with you. I think that if you use those, just those three practice pointers in any business, it's a great way to deescalate an angry client and make them feel respected and quickly making them feel safe so that they can have a productive conversation. Because you're right, when someone's at a 10, you can't have a productive conversation. So how do you get them from a 10 down to a three or a four so you guys can get somewhere in the conversation? And I think you're right. You got to give them space to get it out. I love that. Tell me more about that. That is such a great question to ask people because you want to make sure one, that they've had an opportunity to say everything they've wanted to say. You're, and then you're immediately opening the door to safety. When you, when you don't like meet their frustration, their anger with more frustration and anger, you simply say, tell me more, or can you help me understand this part of what you just said? You're now getting, getting them into more of an analytical mindset. And then once you get into, which dovetails well into a plan, let's now devise a plan together. Let's put together a strategy to how to fix that. I think that's great advice. I really do. I love it. It's easier said than done. (laughs) (laughs) True words. All right. Hang with me. The last chapter of this week's podcast, legal musings and charitable doings up next. 